calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, prisoners. To the lucky die. Previously, Ballas secures him a cart for the journey. Raljak passes out again, as Zoltana proves herself to be a lady, with muscles. Ral finally goes home to try and find Amy's stash of contraband, whereas his companions go horse shopping. The group meet up at the monastery and join Bogram in a final night in Falsom drink. With their path before them, what information will they find out when they meet back up with Demi and Kythea? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. Um, arrive at the Witcher Society. Uh, Talis is leading her dad through to like the kind of a reception area, and you guys become. It's pretty obvious that there is virtually no one here. Um, the kind of like miserable-looking teen on the desk is still there, but it's apparent that he is wearing a lot more amulets um, than he probably was before. Um, and he looks uh, somewhat, well, he looks bored, to be honest. He seems to be unaffected by what the hell is going on here, except that he's wearing these extra things. Um, Taylor just, like, runs off uh, straight to um, straight to where her classrooms are. And she looks back and says, like, bye! Um, and then she, like, peters off uh, and runs off out of sight for a bit. Caden looks back at the rest of you and says, I'm, I, I didn't manage to quite get, get hold of Kythea yesterday, but I, I'm... I'm hoping that she'll she'll help a, f- a friend friend in need. Um, and he looks over at the boy, and he just like, looks over back at them. And he's like, "What?" And Caden says, "We're we're looking for 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 Kythea and 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 Demi." And he's like, "Yeah, well, Demi's downstairs in her lab, and uh, Fat Kythea is the uh, Kythea is the chick with her uh, down there too." And uh, he he gestures to like the uh, uh, one of the doors behind him. Might wanna go leave your stuff there. I wouldn't recommend taking it down. And uh, he goes back to flipping through whatever he's looking through. Why? What do you mean? Why should we leave our stuff here? Well, unless you want it like maybe axe. Oh, I mean the the boss is on a bit of a bit of a war rampage. Things happen around her when she gets like, 
why not so many people we need today? So anything you want to keep in the shape it currently is or not on fire, probably want to go leave it here. Uh... And he goes back to flipping through whatever it is he's reading. Dragon beep. <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's a teen ma- it's a teen magazine where they feature all the hottest wizards. Oh. Yeah, but ain't got me in there, have I? And he goes back to looking through Dragon Beat. Oh my god. Uh yeah, there's a reason for that. Uh, funny. Should be a comedian. Well, he gestures behind to the door and he opens it with Mage and says, Oh, you're going down. Yeah. No, I think I'll be keeping my things on me, thank you, and balance is gonna go. Uh balance. Okay. What? The the book. It's important. Um fire in the books, you know. Here. You can just leave it here. I'm not gonna leave it here unattended. Fine, but I will be upset if it catches on fire. I'll stay towards the back. I don't think I don't think she's gonna light us on fire. Not on purpose. Oh my god. And she just Zoltana just walks down. <laughs> uh Caden's gonna follow straight after you. He's he's kinda like looking at this strange exchange about talking about books and they're just like really confused and just see you walk down. He's like, Oh I, I, I better go 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 with. Uh are all of you going down? Is it just Zoltana going down or No, I'm going with. Okay. You guys follow this staircase down, and as you go down, you become aware that it's uh, it becomes really, really charged with magic down here. Um, and can I have... I think balance would be the most likely to notice, um, so take an investigation for me. Sure. 21. 21. Um, you notice that there are a lot of magic runes down here. Um you're not familiar with exactly what these magical runes are because Arcana is not really a thing so much. Um, but there are definitely a lot of runes that are inscribed on these walls, on these staircases. And the further further down you go, the more overlaid these become. Um, and you finally come down to a, a an iron door um, that has what looks like a grate in it. Um, and this is where you notice that these magical runes are their most concentrated. Oh, go ahead, Caden. Knock. <laughs> he looks at you as if he wasn't going to do that in the first. I'm like, um, uh, uh, sure, your highness. And uh, he he gives it a <laughs> gives it a quick knock. Um, you hear the sounds of like movement. You hear a small explosion on the other side. Um, and on that, Caden's just going to try and open the door, but it's it's locked. Um, and you hear him call out um, to see if anyone is okay. And a few moments later, you hear like a smashing of a terracotta pot. And then you see Kythea unlock. You hear uh, the, the door unlock and you see Kythea just looking a little bit flustered at the door. Uh, beyond her, you can see that it's essentially a essentially a dungeon. You can see, uh, I'm going to say it's probably all that you can really see through this kind of tiny slit in the door. Um, yeah. Are you all right? Um, using message, she sends to Balance in particular. It's like, I've definitely been better. Do you need some help? Um, You're not injured, are you? No. No. And you can detect if someone's lying to you? Right. Uh, the other focus I have when someone's communicating with me te- via telepathy, I know if they're. But alive. that's the other focus, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then yeah, that's she just like um, I'm I'm fine. And then out loud she says, "Uh, is there anything we can do for you?" And Caden goes on to explain that uh, Taylor needs somewhere to stay, and Kythea kind of hesitantly agrees she seems to be kind of a bit worried about what's going on and then you guys sort of like as she kind of agrees and says that she'll take the little tyke off of uh Caden's hands you guys see like a small fireball just like fly behind her that seems to light up the area momentarily and uh smash against the wall what the fuck was that is Demi okay <laughs> um 
yeah, Demi's, uh, she looks back and then like walks through the door and pulls it kind of half closed behind her. She's like, Demi's, um, Demi's different. She seems really worried. Um, huh? Is she by any chance gone like a little bit mad? Because that's what Lindren said. Not that I believe him. I'm just worried because there's fireballs and shit. She, um, I think she's definitely a wild magic sorceress of some sort, amongst other things. She seems a little perturbed, but um, we'd be doing research, a lot of research. Um, she recognised that uh, that the the shield from the things that she saw down in the down in the temple. She said she saw a lot of things. Um, this is probably one of those things that you need to put on the armor stand. There's there's a shield and and a mace and, and a sword and such. I, I don't know all the details. She's been very uh, focused. Hmm. Mm. Are you okay here? Um, I should be fine. I mean, I mean, what's a little fire between uh, friends, right? <laughs> is she, I'm okay. Is she helping you? Is I am definitely helping her. It's, she needs help. Okay. Well, if. If you need help while we were gone, you will ask her for help. Yes. Oh yes, I'm. I'm. I'm sure that you know. The come to it, she'll. She'll help out. She's. Um, she saw a lot of things down in that temple that didn't. I think. You said you saw a vision in the mirror. We all did. Yeah. I think she saw something that really upset her. I told her. I. Quite frankly, straight up said it's yeah, but not it's, really. To be fair, yes. It's Demi. So uh, I don't know why you think that the one who's like obsessed with studying magic wouldn't look in the mirror. I mean, I don't want to go look in the mirror, but you've always got to wonder what you see, right? No. I didn't mind mine. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it from personal experience, but... Maybe it's not always, like, terrible, horrible, scary. I don't know. It seems like uh, we've had four people experience it so far, and all four of them apparently not so great. Hi, I'm one of those people. Mine wasn't terrible. No, yours wasn't that bad? Nah. Insight. (laughs) Sure. Reading that aura. You want to read her aura? Sure. Non-natural 20. Uh, you can oppose it with deception if you're lying, or you can be straight honest about it. What if she's lying to herself? <laughs> <laughs> That's a double deception. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Um, I think that he would probably read through that bullshit. Um, he'd sense that there is... Uh, an inner conflict? Yeah, you would sense there's an inner conflict for sure. Uh, are you just focusing on her? Are you focusing this on anyone else? I don't really know how your shiz works. I'm just reading Zoltana. Yeah. Since she and, seems and to be blatantly saying, no, mine was fine. There's definitely a conflict there. She's definitely hiding something, not necessarily from you directly, um, but you can see there's a, there's a degree of sort of deception there, but it's not malicely intent. There's no trying to do something. It's just there. Um uh, Kythia says, uh, so she said there was an armor stand. Did you, do you know anything about it? Yeah, we're supposed I mean, to use it to resurrect some guy. Yeah, I uh, got that. Um, and I w- it was not confirmed or denied to me whether or not there are going to be gross human bits in the things we have to put on there. So <laughs> oh, Balance face palms. Um, she like runs her hand through her illusionary hair. Um, she seems to have that down pat. It looks like she genuinely is running her hand through her hair. Um, um, from what I've picked up from Demi, that's it should be fine. There shouldn't be any gross human parts. Thank um, God. Yeah. Uh, but that the shield, um, you're going to want to take care. Why? Um, 
it's the reason she needed me is because it's they're infernal energies in it. Um, as soon as I saw it, I could well. As soon as she showed me the the item relating to it, she needed to translate a few things. But it's it's infernal. It translates as knowledge. But there's 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 another thing on it. It's it kind of it warns about best defenses. I mean, I'm only working from secondhand books translated into Infernal and I have to translate it back to to common for you guys, but there's a lot of warnings about getting to it. It's pretty dangerous. Hmm. Sounds like it should be exciting then. Oh, so exciting. Sounds like uh, Raul, I know how much of a brave adventurer you are. Right, well, as long as we stop by the house and do that before we go. Then right. I'm fine. Um, hang on. Let me see if I can, uh, let me see if I can get a picture. Hang on. And you see her kind of like really quietly back into the room. Um, and you, you sort of like, she doesn't exactly close the door, but uh, you hear her rustling around and you, um, you hear movement. You see, you hear Kythea respond very quietly back to something that Demi must've said, but you can't hear that. Um, and, uh, she comes back with, with a book. Um, and she kind of flicks through, like rummaging through it. She's kind of got the door a little bit more open now. You can see a little bit further in. You can see that there are kind of like books and tables and, and boards, and you can see various things floating around through magical means. Uh, you still can't see Demi at this point. She's off to one side or something. And uh, is looking through the book, and she turns it around, and uh, she shows you a drawing. She shows you a drawing of a shield. You can see that the center section is made of bronze. You can see that the um, the edge, uh, the wood part is made of like a dark uh, a dark wood, um, and it has like various etchings and stuff on it. And it looks like there are kind of runes, which basically they don't make sense to anyone. It's just random pictographs of what writing may or may not be around the edge of this thing. And the engravings themselves are some of uh, some of dragons, and some of them are, are look like kind of brave heroes. But it's just an artist rendition of this. She says, um, according to this, uh, it should be just just a small a small shield. It should be an arm shield, not a big kite shield, not a big anything. It's just a small round shield. I don't have anything more than that. Demi says she reckons it's probably in dowry, but that's about as far as we got. Uh, Balance wants to study the image closely and try to dedicate it to memory. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to say you can do that. All right, and then he's going to use his minor illusion to try to create like an illusionary version of it floating above his hand, just be like, just to make sure this is what it looks like. Yeah, let's say you make it like a really small scale, like illusionary version of it. Um, it's a pretty good job. Um, you're working off of an artist rendition. So as close as Dam is to swearing, yeah, you can make a small illusionary version of this. All right, well, if we need to talk to anybody, then uh, at least I can give a decent representation of what it looks like. That's smart. Um, well, is I don't know if I can warn you about anything else. Um, is there anything you want to maybe ask her? Um, actually, if you might be able to help me out with something, when me? we were down, yeah, when we were down in the temple, there were uh, two potions that I found. Um, I couldn't oh, identify precious. them. I'm good at those. <laughs> I assumed as much. Uh, could you take a look? Yeah, sure. Um, and she puts her hand out for the potions. Balance hands them over. Uh, she kind of like takes them and she kind of like backs into into the, the room a little bit so, so give herself a little bit more light. And uh, you see her tasting them. You can see her rolling them. Um, you can see her floating them a little bit in the hand as she comes and inspects them a little bit more. And uh, she comes back and says, uh, well, these are really old recipes. Um, this one this one appears to be some sort of healing potion. Um I don't know how well I trust it. It's a little beyond its best before date. Um, she hands one of them over. So you have question mark, greater healing potion. Okay. Um, and this one, this one's a little more difficult. Um, and she kind of rolls it round again and you see the fluid kind of like moving in and out. It's like, they appear to be the same, but this one's, this one's a poison. It's, um, I mean, maybe you could apply it to one of your weapons, but again, best before I end, it's, it's some sort of poison. Um, be really careful with this one. And again, she will 
hand the potion back over. All right. Uh, Meta-wise, it's the same stats as a greater healing potion, but it does uh, poison damage. And it's question mark poison damage. These are both beyond their expiry dates, so to speak. Gotcha. Um, you are translating things, yes? Yeah. You know many languages? Um, many I that know. people around here wouldn't know anyways? Well, I know Infernal, Abyssal, Elven, Dwarven, Common, Undercommon. I know some Celestial. That's a lot, yes. <laughs> Balance, show her the book. See if she can make anything from it. Hmm. Um, do be careful. Book? It means a lot to me. Balance will pull the book out and show it to her. Uh, she will take the book from you. Um, I don't... I can't read this. Demi? Um, and she looks over at, at Demi, who kind of like stalks across, um, and she picks up the book. She flips it over. Raw is like doing that thing where he's like, oh, <laughs> careful. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man, how nervous do I make you? Um, Demi, Demi's eyes are kind of glowing off and on purple, and you can see the runes on her body rather than the blue they were before are a very bright, intense purple. Um, and she's just like flipping and turning this thing over. Um, and she looks up at you, Raul, and she says, where did you get this book? It was with more of my people when we arrived. It was among the dead. Ama found it. Be more specific. Where did you find it? North, Little May, off of the water. Where exactly is that? Could you I, point it on a map? Uh, could I, actually? Take a history check? Uh, yeah, take a history check. You'd know maybe the rough location for sure, but actually specifically, that would be kind of difficult. Seven. Uh, you could probably say it's on the north coast somewhere. <laughs> the north coast of Discora, somewhere deep within uh, the top north of uh, the dawn. Dusk. The dusk. I just know it's on the north side of your land. Um, well, our land. Um, I don't know much more. It was a small settlement of my kind. Uh, she frowns. It was seven seven years ago. Emma was translating it. She said something about it. had something to do with the purpose of our people. I have no idea what it means any further than that. She kind of like flicks through and she turns it over. It's like... I don't know what language this is. Hmm. Human, dwarf. It's none of the languages that I speak or read. Given enough time, I can communicate with someone who can help me translate. Well, I will have to call in a favor. I should be able to read this, but it will take a little, little time. Do you think it's important? She shrugs. Like, no offense, but the importance of your kind is not relevant to me right now. And she hands the book back over. I need to get back on with my job. Fair enough. Is there anything else I can do for the rest of you? No, I think we're good. Then we're going to be departing. Fine. And uh, she turns back to her work and you see that all the kind of like things she's been writing, the things she's been reading begin to hover back off the ground and you see multiple things being written in a variety of different languages. Some things you understand, some things you don't. And you see various books uh, floating towards her. She reads through them. She's uh, intently studying once again. Caden, maybe we should leave now. Caden nods. Um, so, so thank you for, for your help, Kythea. And uh, she nods like, meantime. Um, I'll do what I can. Um, good luck. Balance is going to say into Kathia's mind, be careful and stay safe. She nods like, it's probably the most powerful sorceress standing next to me and um, I think I should be fine. <laughs> I think that's what most concerns me. She seems unstable. Uh, if it gets too hot, I'll leave. Good. Uh, you guys see her smile broadly at him. You haven't heard any of this conversation. And uh, she closed the door behind. Um, yep, she closed the door behind you guys. Um, and you don't really hear anything. Um, seems to be almost quiet in there now. Yeah, it's a big flirt. What'd you say to her? Hmm? Uh, you guys are moving up, by the way, as you're mm-hmm. saying this. I don't know what you're talking about. 
She's smiling. Did she talk into her head? No, no, of course not. That would be a violation of personal space. Right, and you'd never do that. No, of course not. But well, well, if do you not question your arrangement to, to to you know talk talk to her into her mind. I mean, letting you into her most private defenses. I mean, that that doesn't mean anything thing at all, does it? Does it? Not at all. Of course not. Are you backsassing your king? <laughs> my, my, my king. I'm I'm not 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 a elf or a dwarf. <laughs> Oh my and he god! Just smiles broadly at you. You're oh. just, just a, for, for, a change of allegiance, is it? Treason! Put put balance back in jail so that he can't do this anymore. Do what? <laughs> the fucking powerful king bullshit. I am your king. I will not be restrained. Oh my god! You almost yell as you arrive into this kind of empty, uh, <laughs> empty like um, entrance hall. Balance immediately quiets down like, this is what happens when you make me joke around. Oh, <laughs> to really? blow my cover. Mm-hmm. Co- cover, sh- sh- sure, y- mm. your highness. No, stop. <laughs> We're in public now. Sh- sh- sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Zoltana um, says into his mind, right, right, of course, your majesty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was so fun. Um, You're in my domain now, remember? <laughs> um, the mind is Kate, my ally. Caden <laughs> and not uh, mine. You guys enter back into this uh, entrance chamber. You can see that the pile of stuff is off in one corner, and Caden uh, has a quick word with the guy who doesn't seem to care, but he seems to note something down eventually. Um, and he looks back at the rest of you and says, like, "I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna um, say say goodbye to 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 Taylor's. Could you? Uh... Could you meet at my place? But, uh, uh, sure. That, that's that's not, not a problem. Cool. Take your time and uh, meet us there when you are ready. Okay. Sure. Um, and you see him go off into the section where the the younger students uh, will be kind of, you know that they go off and study it too. Uh, the three of you heading towards Raljak's house? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll lead okay. them there and uh, open the door for them. And uh, step inside, but we probably wouldn't leave, uh, like, kind of proximity of the door. You're just kind of yeah, standing and watching. Yeah, that's fine. You guys enter into this apartment. It's not massive. It's a fairly good size. It looks fairly sparse and fairly empty. You notice that there are a couple of, like, the wardrobe type things and, and the chest of drawers are piled off to one side. They've clearly been moved. Um, you can see evidence of Railjack having searched through them fairly recently. You can see that there are that there is a large acid burnt hole in the floor and you can see that kind of in line with that near the entrance that you've just come into, there is a scorch mark on the wall. Uh, ahead of you, you can see there are two windows which seem to be barred and shut. Off to the left-hand side of you, you can see that there is the remains of a kitchen. It's just at the moment a counter and little all else. Um, yeah, that's probably all you can really see. Where did the death take place? Uh, would it, that have been over on the bed? Yes, which is no longer there. Right. <laughs> Essentially, it's on the other side of the burn hole, the fairly large right. burn hole in the ground. Okay. Um, Roger's points. I see. Well, let me see what I can do. And Balance is going to sit down in front of the burned hole. Sure. And he's going to begin meditating. Sure. Um, he's going to then try to reach out and locate uh, like the psionic energy left behind the psionic imprints. Okay. And he's going to attempt to dive into the past of this room. Sure. Okay. Um, mechanics, you're using the cool thing that I've given you with the third side point cost? or Yes, because the other one would only go back a day. That is correct. So I just want to double check what you're doing. So strike a third off and you know your DC. Give it a roll. Yep. For the love of God, please roll 20. Don't fuck me. Never mind. That's a 14. Nah. Um, you essentially focus pretty hard on this scorch mark. Um, there is a cyanic imprint there. Something major did happen in the vicinity of this thing, but you just can't reach it. 
balance sits there, trying, lets out a deep sigh, just, <sighs> turns around. Raul. Yes. How much does this mean to you? Well, I mean, I probably won't live to see, um, you know. On a scale of one to ten. It means a lot, but, um... Good enough. Balance turns back around, and he's going to try to go to the other place. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, Balance will do a lot for his friends. Yeah, that's good. You... Meditate. It takes you some time, as it normally does when you're not forcing your way through. And you go to this dark place with a pool of light. And you step into this pool of light. You sense his presence, but he's not saying anything. Monarch, I understand I have a lot to answer for. I betrayed your trust in me with what I did. I hope that you'll understand that it it is just my inquisitive nature at heart. I can't help but try to pull everything apart. I did the same thing already and ended up upsetting Zoltana in the process, as I'm sure you were aware. And I am sorry for bringing up the past. I'm sure it hurt. I can't say that I'm sorry for who I am and how I am. But I need your help. This means a lot to... <laughs> and I can't believe that I am saying this. This, uh, this means a lot to a friend. And as few of those as I have, I will do anything for them. Please. I know you were warned. I know you did not mean to drag up what you did. But I was apparently also a friend. At least I thought we were. And I asked you not to. Do your friends know that you would betray them as such? I think they already do. I don't think they trust me as much after I've tried forcing answers out of one of them already. And I am learning to trust people without needing proof, but it's hard. You forced your way into my memories. And I burnt you for it. You learned nothing from that, and you did the same to that dwarf girl. I can count on one of your hands the amount of people I have ever trusted enough to train the way I have trained with you. I didn't think you would betray me like this. He is your friend. But you will have to earn back my trust for me to teach you anything else. You can do this on your own. In time, I will forget this feeling, even though I understand and forgive you. I just don't want to forgive you yet. So give me my time and my space. As you wish. And balance backs out. Okay. What do you want to do now? Balance is going to just keep trying. He's going to spend another uh, third and try to do it again. Roll with advantage. <laughs> Uh, 
that ladies and gentlemen was exactly the same result as it was before. It's a 14 and he needed an 18. <laughs> I'm doing it again. Arch died, you guys. You're doing it again? I have the points. I'm doing it again. Take it with advantage. It's just <laughs> out of reach. It's just <laughs> it's literally out of your reach. <laughs> it's literally. Arch is literally laying yeah. in his chair trying to turn it on while I'm telling, trying to click the button to roll, and I'm telling him it is out of reach. This <laughs> is just the most crazy meta moment ever. Yeah. Uh. Fuck my life. That's <laughs> what you get for being a prick. <laughs> so I'm learning. Are you fucking serious? (laughs) Can I spend the extra two goddamn points and do something? No, no. I fucked up. Uh, Fuck me. I'll tell you what. (laughs) Roll20 hates me. (laughs) You are having the worst luck with Roll20 recently. Um, You keep trying, you keep trying, and you keep trying, and you put the last of your energy into this, and all you really see is you get an impression, you get an idea, and you're not sure if it comes from the fact that you are actually managing to reach out and touch a psychic event, or whether it's just your inquisitor instincts kicking over, putting some of the dots together. But the way that this scorch mark is on the floor... Um, sorry, the way that the scorch mark is on the wall and where it is, this didn't come from someone who was standing and this didn't come from someone who would have been, at, you were, would have thought, at bed height, this is someone who is laying on the floor. And all you just kind of really hear in your head is a scream and a roar. That's all you're going to get. That's me throwing you a bone. <laughs> you're getting anything <laughs> at all. <laughs> Roll 20 hates me. Yes, it does. Balance after a moment just stands up and turns around to Roll and shakes his head slightly. I'm sorry, it's very difficult for me to pull anything up right now. I got a very small amount. It's not much to go on, but it seems to me based on just a simple deduction that there was a struggle. Rawls' nose starts bleeding. Take a con check. 18. You slow your heart rate down enough. Little blood trickles from your nose. But you're still upright. Should I... Should I not go into detail? Am I stressing you? No. Oh, no. What is it? Tell me. I heard screaming and then roaring and... Blood again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say you're riding the 18 for now. I'm forcing you to live through this. Sorry. The scorch mark on the wall there seems to line up with somebody who was on the floor, not at bed height. Okay. So my best guess is that your aimer was, at least in some way, fighting back. She would have, yes. Thank you. Perhaps this trip that we're taking will help all of us to grow as people with what skills we have, and perhaps when we return, I will be better suited to be able to investigate this. Well, now if I don't make it, at least you know where to return. Why do you keep saying that? You're very pessimistic. I've seen a lot of my kind die. (laughs) Yeah, but that doesn't mean you're going to die. Like, I mean, eventually you will, because we all die eventually, but it doesn't mean you're going to die, like, right now. Sorry to burst your bubble, but you have two people here that can heal, so if you think you're going to be dying easily, you can go right and fuck yourself. (laughs) I, um... For five years, I watched a lot of people die, and I am the only one that I know ever lasted longer than a year or two at most. Well, then who's to say that streak will change? Like in the fighting pitch? It changed a year ago, Balance. It changed a year ago when I lost the one person who was helping me control it. 
Now you have two people. Control what? We can talk about that on the road, but um, you guys, <laughs> while I appreciate you, I am pessimistic because all I know is is my kind dying of, of this very sickness. I spent five long years in one room watching it. You sick? He's got something. It's not quite a disease. There's something more to it. Man. If I didn't just expend all my energy, I would show you, but <laughs> I'm already worn out and it's not even noon. Well, oh God. All right. I'm sorry, man. I appreciate you guys. Um, The positivity does help. At this point, you hear a knock on the door. It's Caden. We should probably grab him and go get a the horse, the horses and shit, and head out to Dalry. Right. Roll opens the door. Yep. In fact, there is a there's a Caden standing there. Um, there is a Caden, singular Caden. They're, a, they're implying Kaden. multiple. A singular Caden. There are multiple Caden. No, there's there's one Caden. Um, you see Caden standing there. Um, it's fairly apparent that his eyes are a little bit red, um, but he's he's standing there, ready to go. Mom, I'm good. Were you crying? Dude, that's rude. Do you need a hug? <sighs> Group hug? No, 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 I'm 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 fine. He just kind of steps back and down the step a bit like I'm 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 okay. Just um No, come on, Caden, bring it in. Oh my, bring okay. it in. Balance and like Zoltana stands in front of him and she goes, Balance. What? What? I don't know how they raised you at your court. But there's a thing called personal boundaries. Caden doesn't want to hug. Raw Leave hugs, Caden. <laughs> um, you guys, take a charisma <laughs> roll for me. A charisma roll? Yeah, okay. straight charisma. Oh. Natural 20, 23. <laughs> of all of the important things that I... <laughs> no, that is the most you're important. You're supposed to, right, on behalf of your mum, you're supposed to be hugging Archer's character, not some random NPC. But it was I'll take close it. to No, Caden matters. <laughs> Oh, Caden does matter. Um, matter Only because our lives are tied to his. Yes, uh, (laughs) sure. Um, You you go in and you just give Caden a hug, um, and he's he holds very stiffly in your arms for a moment, and then he just begins to cry, Um, and he hugs you back. Man, yeah, he holds it for a while. We're all good at hugs. This is how he survived for twenty-two years. Okay, so they've known each other for longest, so this is not against my point, but you've got to learn personal boundary shit. You can't be going in people's minds and trying to probe their shit, and you can't be trying to hug people when they say they don't want hugs. Are you just going to go give them a hug anyway? Respect people. (laughs) No, Balance actually is going to stop and consider that, considering the discussion he just had with Marnak. Okay. Uh, It takes a moment, and Caden sort of like pulls away and turns his, his back to the rest of you. And he just says, uh, he uses the, the the mind link that you guys have and he, he whispers thank, thank you into Ral's mind. And he just like palms the tears away. Um, Ral doesn't really know how to do that. You do. Uh, mental talking. He's instinctive. I mean, He'll be instinctive. It just confuses him. Um, <laughs> so essentially, you will, you will instinctively know how this works. You know that if you think it, it will go to him. So okay. yeah, it's, it's just an instinctual thing. I'm just going to say out loud. You are going to make it back. Don't worry. It's just just hard. I've not I've not been been a, away from her since she she, she was born. But uh, we have bigger things and and if I don't help you do this then then there'll be no world left left for her. So It's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Save the world for the children. Yep. Uh Coincidentally, Caden, do you know how to uh, drive a horse-ridden horse cart? Uh, he kind of bites his bottom lip a little bit and looks a little bit unco- uncomfortable. He's like, y- yeah. There okay. Because it occurs to me that I got the transportation, but I don't know if any of us know how to drive it. I just assumed you did because while, while we were uh, doing the buying and shit since you wanted to buy the carts instead of just horses. Uh... uh. Yeah, I, I have enough ex- ex- experience. I can. It's it's not not a problem. Wonderful. 
Uh, well, we have transportation awaiting us at the stables then. Let, let's let, let let us go then. Um, what 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 time is everything? Is it is it already there or or uh, it's actually uh, coming up to like nearly midday? You're basically almost on time. It should be prepared then. Yes, as long as it's roughly midday. Okay. Um, and with that, all of y'all heading there. Is there anything anyone else wants to do or check in with anyone? Uh, oh, balance is going to pull out of his bag. Uh, his bedroll, that, right? And he's just going to hand it to Rob and be like, "Here you go. I really don't need it." What do you mean you don't need it? I just kind of meditate and everything. I think whoever packed it was trying to be an asshole. Elves don't sleep. Hmm. Right. I don't know who packed all of my things because this definitely was not in my my was definitely not part of my original stuff. But I don't need it. Okay. What? Well, what wasn't me? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would hope not, because quite frankly, Caden, I didn't know you before I... Well, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Alright, you... Yeah, is there anything anyone else wants to do? Uh, I assume that we, along the way, probably stock up on food, water. Yeah, assume assume you have like a... Assume you guys all have like a good week's rations. Um, it'll be enough to get you to dowry plus an extra day or two. Yay! Yeah, let's say you have like nine days worth of rations. Why the hell not? Um... It should take you less than a week to get there by horse, so you have more than enough in theory. Um, as you guys go to leave... Uh, we are stopped by the guards. You are stopped by a dwarf. You recognise this dwarf. This dwarf is Bogo. Aww. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, he's he's waiting for you at the east gates as you guys come through. He looks like he's been there a while. Um, looks pretty hungover. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's he's kind of like got his hands over his eyes, just shielding them from the light. Um, it's moon, it's hot. He doesn't look well, uh, but he's he's standing there waiting, like by the, the gates as you guys come through. <laughs> you had quite a night. I don't really remember much, to be totally honest. Uh, but Emily says that you went and uh, dealt with machine, <laughs> as you dealt with mine. Yeah, well. And he does air quotes on when he says mine. <laughs> nice. Yeah, right, sure. Um, just thought I'd wish you guys good luck. Let's see what I can do in my end. Thanks. We uh, we don't know what to be expecting, but um, I hope to see you again when we come back. Yeah. Anyway, good luck with ending the apocalypse and all. No. <laughs> Trying to run our errands. Yep. Yep, just about on the on the pickup job, you know, just gonna go out and get a corner, etc. I mean, there's no worries, right? Right. Good luck. And uh he he pulls uh Raul into a hug. Um Yeah. And uh he lets him go again and uh he kind of like uh waves a little bit at at Caden and he looks across to Balance Zoltana and he seems to be sizing the pair of you up. And he walks over to Zoltana and he pulls out an object from uh, his pocket, something he's been obviously holding on to. It's just a small vial, probably about an inch or two high. It's kind of clear, full of uh, some sort of liquid. And he hands it over to Zoltan. He's like, in case ever a big one over there passes out and you haven't got, you know, any other ways to bring him around. All right. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, take care of it. It's kind of expensive. Really expensive. Uh, yeah. So I'm not cheap. But uh, yeah, keep that on you just in case he goes down and you've got no other ways of getting him back up. It should Emergencies only. Uh, yep. She switches to dwarv- Dwarvish and she goes, don't worry, I won't let him die. Appreciate it. Don't want him to die. Can't lose two of them. I know I know how you feel. Balance stops and does like a double take. Did, did anybody else just catch that? Catch what? Zoltana, your voice changes. Well, yeah, she's speaking Dwarvish. What do you expect? He's, by the way, he's still speaking Dwarvish, so I don't think Raoul understands a word, right? No, not at all. No. Balance <laughs> switches over to Dwarvish and says, well, yes, but I still sound like me when I'm speaking in Dwarvish. Yeah, because you're one of these, like, plum, like tough guys, got some sort of plum in his mouth. Like, you know, everything sounds the same, but the rest of us are a bit different. You know, right. commoners-like. Right. Where'd you pick this one up from, Zoltana? Jail. 
All right, that goes to explain it, doesn't it? <laughs> Cop in jail. Right. Yeah, he kind of gives a bit of a dirty look. I was, I'm dwarfish raised by dwarves. When I speak dwarvish, I speak it with a dwarvish accent. You speak it with an <laughs> elvish accent. I mean, not all of us could be raised like you, lad, so some of us have slightly different accents when we speak. Don't worry about it. If you ever want to work on your Dorvish accent, I'll help you, but I don't think you'll get it. I think I'm quite content with how I am, thank you. <laughs> and then uh, Zoltana... This is just baffling all its own. Zoltana switches to Elvish and goes, if you think that's uh, baffling. <laughs> right, I'm out of air. Right, right no. Nope. Well, I'm I'll in agreement with leaving. Zoltana, if you ever talk to me in Elvish again... Swear to God. All right. So on on the way out, like, um, um, uh, Bogrim just like gives a uh, Raoul just a good like, uh, you know, smack on the shoulder, and he's like, uh, "Take care of my friend. Make sure you come back to us." You too. With all the new dangers around here. Ah, uh, no real dangers. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> they can take me in the pit if they think they're good enough. Anyway, catch you later, guys. You take care, and uh, later. He, he wanders off. You guys make your way bickering and arguing about languages and accents uh, on the way to. <laughs> oh my God, this is so Arch's bad. face right now is just so great. <laughs> Beautiful picture. Um, yeah, you guys make your way towards the stables, and you can see pretty pretty much as soon as you've you've left the gate. To be honest, you can see that there is uh, two horses: the kind of like chestnutty one and the dark one with with the white spackles on the top. Um, you can see that it's been hitched up to the cart that you managed to procure for everyone yesterday, and you can see the top is just. Exactly as you left it in the car, it's just thrown in there. Um, but yeah, the you, you make your way there, and uh, the guy says, "Uh, what? Well, rest the money up, and then we're we're good to let you have them." Right here's the other sixty gold as promised. Oh, thank you very much. Now, uh, any of you, uh, any of you able to drive this? And uh, you can see Caden puts out, "Oh yeah, of course you would. You uh, where you coming, right? Uh, right. Well, you know, good luck. Take care of Fizzle. Watch out for Clack." Bit of a bit of a thing on him, but yeah. And he steps back and you can see he's actually looking a little bit like he's gonna miss at least one of those horses. Aww. <laughs> we will take good care of them. Promise. Yeah, yeah you bill. Although uh, if you do come back this way and she's still uh, alive kicking, I'll be more than happy to take you off your hands. That's gonna cost you seventy gold. Yeah. Nah, what? After you've worked her? I don't think so. She would have been used goods after you've had her. I mean, that's going to knock down the price a little bit anyway. Uh, that's fair. All right. All right. For you, I'll, I'll say 75 golds and we'll call it even. <laughs> How about we discuss this when you get back, pal? Deal. And uh, he he just essentially watches you guys go as Caden climbs to the front of this um, thing and uh, lets you guys put your stuff in the back. He chucks his own stuff back behind his shoulder and you and the horses take off. Um, any please don't do that sounds gross um, yeah, <laughs> um, does anyone want to learn how to drive the horses no, Balance wanna... wants to learn <laughs> what did Raul say I want to pet them <laughs> oh, is no. that Raul or Neil wants to pet them Raul <laughs> is that Raul because Neil wants to pet them yeah <laughs> 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 okay, um, I, I only heard like confirmation that that someone wants to be useful, so balance can can go up front and uh, learn how to drive the horses. Take a animal handling for me. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, disadvantage because you've never done this before. You've never done manual work in your life, so yeah, massive nope. disadvantage. Four. Oh goodness. Yes, they're horses. Let's go, let's go with Caden. Gives you a sidelong glance. He says, "But perhaps you want to, um, you know, leave the manual work, Your Highness, to to, to people more more used to it." <laughs> yes, yes, of course, as you were peasantry and all that. Want, I also want to try to learn to do the horses. Uh, have you? Ew, uh, I that's think inappropriate. Oh my god, that's inappropriate touching. You're gross. <laughs> Back to prison. Okay. <laughs> Back to prison. <laughs> Bestiality. Wow. This is this is hilarious. Ah, two. I got worse. I got worse than balance. Yes. Wow. And that wasn't even a disadvantage. Um, <laughs> roll it again, just in case you get a roll one. Roll it again in case you get that one. Do it. It probably won't be, but do it. Without. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was an eighteen. No, uh, you have even worse luck with the horses. They just ignore you. I mean, like the other ones, like at least gave some sort of reaction to balance. They just utterly ignore you. 
Um, and Cajun just sort of looks over at you. He's like, perhaps you ought to yeah, go join, go join His Highness in in, in the back. Ah, uh, Gad. <laughs> yes, join me back here. I need someone to give me grapes. Feed me grapes. Rajak, do you want to drive, if you're gonna drive keep... the horses? Yeah, if everyone's trying, I think that he would. Balance, <laughs> if you're gonna keep, if you're gonna keep in, like pretending like we're your servants, I'm gonna start speaking to you in Elvish. <laughs> All is... right, so uh, let's let's Please do let's do Rajak at disadvantage then. Thirteen. You have a lot more luck than the others. Uh, Thistle seems to warm up to you a little bit, but Clack is still a bit like, get the hell away from me. And uh, Katie looks over and uh, gives you a bit of a reassuring nod that, you know, (laughs) maybe, maybe you are a horse trainer in... (laughs) In another life. I'm not sure that I can exactly stay up here and be kind of, you know, the face of the thing that's traveling into everyone's land. But No, um, Raul, get get in the cart. That's specifically why I got this thing. Uh-huh. If if you need help, then I I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, you see, Luke just looks a little bit uncomfortable being up here, but uh, balance does want to sit his... next to Caden. You do. Yeah, go mm-hmm. for it. You can sit up in front. Uh, he just gonna gives you a look like you're not gonna try try and drive the drive the horses again. I no, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit. Sure. sure. What what would you wanna what would you wanna know? Well, you gave me a brief idea of what's going on with my lineage and everything, but what's actually been going on in my home? Well, that that's, I mean, we don't, didn't have a lot, lot of, lot of contact from, from, from them, but, but we, we, we've heard things since you, you've been away that your, your, your brother, for example, being born. Um, there's a, there's, there's a few things, uh, the, 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 the queen of, of, of the dwarves, Rowena had, had a son. Um, his, his name she? is yes. His, his name is, is Thacket. Huh. And and uh, yeah, yeah. The she, I mean, the the rumor is that she recently made a, a dwarf only army to two, which is said uh, mm. un, unsettling, I, I guess. But yeah, um, it's also would appear that the the biggest news recently is that that. Your 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 aunt Gling, Glingareth, she she made a elven only cabinet, so that there's no d- dwarves at, at all in in in, in Belagabud now. Well, what about in Dusk's Plateau? Is there still unity there? That that that's that that still appears appears to to be mixed for the, for for the most part. That, that at least what I can can tell. I'm not. I don't didn't really tend to 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 follow your the the. the, the well, frankly, I'm not 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 into politics really. <laughs> uh, you should. It's quite entertaining. I I I will focus on the the smaller things like like the day to day living and and then raising a, a a child. Yes, yes, peasantry and all that. What have you? I'm sure. Perhaps you should get get in the back, and he playfully just like gives you a back arm. <laughs> oh, I'm 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 sorry. Is is this traitor? Oh wait, I'm I'm not 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 a dwarf or, or an elf. <laughs> and you just see him smile a little bit. Uh, you know, up until recently, you were still part of my dominion. <laughs> true, true, true. But, 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 but times change. You, you should, um, you know, get, get, get on with it. <laughs> get, get, get over it. Oh, thank you, Caden. I, I greatly appreciate that. And here, I was hoping that I could reclaim my throne one day and appoint <laughs> you as the grand general of my armies. But I mean, I suppose not. If you really don't want to, that's fine. Um, um, I'll have Raw do it, right, Raw? <laughs> Do what? Just, just say yes, sir. Yes. No, no, no. Yes, sir. Why? Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, I would like, oh, because there's only three of you. I want all three of you to make a perception check for me, please. Okay. Thirteen. Oh, oh. that at disadvantage accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> just reroll. Just reroll yeah. this one. Oh. Yeah. If you did it accidentally, just reroll it. Sixteen. Six. Okay, Zoltani, you are just too engrossed in mocking, in, in watching other people mock uh, the king, uh, inverted commas. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's just too funny for you. Um, balance, again, you are kind of like distracted by, you know, pretty much everyone mocking you and, and, and like, you know. You're having a fun time. <laughs> exactly. But, Raoul, you notice that there is, as you are traveling along this this uh, this pathway, this uh this road that seems to be heading mostly north, um, you notice that there is movement in the tree lines. 
You notice that there are some peculiarly bright lights in the tree lines, and they appear to be attached to beings and entities. Uh, you would suspect that it probably would be one of the ever-present threats, uh, the celestials or the demons, being this is a bright one. This is probably going to be more celestial in nature. Um, I'm going to poke my head up front, tap him on the shoulders. What? what, what? There is something in the trees. Something bright. Caden slows down uh, and he looks over to where you're pointing and he too in fact all of you can if you are listening to what's going on Mm -hmm. you can see these lights moving around in the trees um, and you can see them kind of moving rapidly Um, from some of your trained eyes uh, you would see that they are clearly engaged in something hypermobile and they seem to be heading your way fuck Caden, it's your call. Do we stay or do we leave? I, I, I don't know if we, we could, could could fight a, a Celestial. I've never fought, fought a Celestial in my life. Then we need to move now. Where? Keep going forward. Best we can do is have to hope to outrun it. With that, you guys go bounding forward along this. Uh, you are heading slightly more towards where these lights are rapidly moving and, and circling around. And as you guys kind of get these that's Caden gets these horses into a manic stride actually I'm going to make him roll because this is actually kind of significant in fact screw this one of you roll an animal handling check for me just a straight d20 um, plus roll three. do it <laughs> d20 plus three well my my bonus is plus three you want me to yeah then roll for you yeah this, this is going to be Caden rolling I'm not rolling it because I want you guys to feel like you're in charge of Caden failing I mean uh, uh, oh, securing your escape 11 <sighs> that ladies and gentlemen it's a sound of failure um you see Caden kind of like half stand up and sort of like properly like begin to to drive these horses forward and they do break into a sprint but it looks like Clack is sprinting much faster and pulling much faster than his companion Thistle and Thistle is beginning to get panicky and you hear her neighing and you basically feel her begin to try and veer off in a different direction and Clack goes with and you guys become aware that the cart is tipping and rolling everyone make dexterity saving throws uh-huh. Oh, I'm so terrible at dexterity. Hooray, that's an eight. 21. Two. <laughs> oh. Better than the dwarf, at least. <laughs> I'm built for strength, not speed. Um, You guys see Ral, you come up on your feet. Caden comes up on his feet. But Balance and uh, Zoltana, you guys are laying face down in the dirt. Ral? You look up and you see three celestial beings coming towards you. Hello everyone, we're all here, voiced by Neil. Quite a bit excited about our road trip. Uh, mostly nervous but uh excited i guess thank you so much for listening thank you so much to everyone who has been interacting with us on twitter you can find us on twitter at tldpod or you can find me specifically at bardic martin special thanks to everyone who has uh gone out of their way to make fan art for us that has been very nice we love that very much speaking of art thanks to jason basil for the amazing logo and art for the show Special thanks, of course, to the Spark Network for having us aboard. You can find more information about other shows on the network at thespark.network. We have a couple exciting things planned. Uh, We have one uh, kind of special episode coming up that we are excited to release. We have a couple ideas for more episodes, bonus content kind of things uh, that we think are going to be very fun. So keep an eye on our Twitters and keep an eye out uh, at the end of the show for more information on those things. Uh, Until then, if you have any questions about the show or comments, you can leave them on iTunes as a review or shoot us an email at theluckydiepodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. We hope you are enjoying the show. We hope to hear from you. And uh, we will see you all next time. Bye. The Spot Network. Imagine what your idea can do.
Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.